just don't get it, do you? You don't. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It's Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. Today in the headlines, supporters of Donald Trump were called semi-fascist by the President Biden, and Republicans are called fascist by others. What is fascism? Also, the FBI received a resignation from Agent Timothy Tebalt as an apparent, apparent limited hangout cover for the Zuckerberg admission that the FBI interfered with the 2020 election. I'll be talking about these stories and more coming up right now. So first up here, we have a Washington Post opinion piece by Henry Olson. No MAGA Republican, no MAGA Republicans do not support semi-fascism. So this story starts out uh, talking about here, President Biden's claim that the MAGA philosophy is semi-fascism has understandably outraged Republicans. Biden is no long, is no stranger to fevered obloviation. The human gaffe machine frequently engages in rhetorical hyper-exaggeration. His culminy is nonetheless inaccurate and inflammatory. Now, this is what I'm going to get into this. This is why I get into this article first. Classic 20th century fascism was a political philosophy that comprehensively denounced modern liberal democracy. Fascists believed that a multi-party democracy weakened the nation and that competitive capitalism was wasteful and exploitive. Their alternative was a one-party state that guided the economy through regulation and sector-based accords between labor and business. Fascism's exact form differed among its practitioners, taking more religious tone in Spain and Portugal and warlike secular tone in Nazi Germany and Italy. But the system's pillars, one-party rule, secret police, and state-driven economy were all shared. And then he goes into comparing it to MAGA. It has nothing to do with it. And we're going to talk about what fascism is. But I'm just going to get into the news first. MSNBC, CNN, uh, Democratic, uh, Democrats largely defend Biden's semi-fascism comment, slam Trump Republicans. This is from Fox News um, from yesterday. Left-leaning media figures on MSNBC and CNN, as well as on a number, a number of Democrats have attempted to defend and unpack Biden's comment about semi-fascist. As people have been ca- comparing it to Hillary Clinton's uh, deplorables, all it, it's basic, if you know anything about propaganda, it's basic demonization. That's why it's rhetoric. So, and then it goes into saying several um, reporters and guests over the weekend attempted to decipher the statement. Um, it's just like, you know, if you don't vote for me, you're, you're not black. It's those sorts of um, heated exaggerations um, that don't do politics any good. It's really, it's making the country more and more divisive. This is from the soapbox. It matters that Joe Biden used the F word. The president made waves when he referred to the Trump drunk GOP as semi-fascist. Republicans have earned it and more um, in this article by Matt Ford. 
Um, so he goes on, I'm not going to go into the whole article, but he goes on to defend um, the argument. MAGA republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They challenge our very democracy. Well, it's not, what we're experiencing now is really not democracy. And he goes on to say that all the people in the media are agreeing. How MAGA fascists, this is from the alternate, how MAGA fascists continue to damage the United States global reputation. And this is from a conservative, Alex Henderson. Never Trump conservative and Washington Post opinion columnist Max Boot has made no secret of the fact that he's glad that President Biden is in the White House instead of former President Trump and clearly believes that Biden has handled the Russians' invasion of Ukraine, blah, blah, goes on and on. Um, and now I'm just going to get into, uh, this is another defense I'm pointing out uh, of using the word fascism. And this is from Business Insider. MAGA Republicans fit the definition of racist, uh, fascism, says White House spokesperson. So then they go ahead and defend uh, the president's comments. A White House spokesperson said that the MAGA Republicans allied to former President Trump fit the definition of fascism and play a part in attacking our democracy. Um, now, I'm just going to go over really quickly where the origins of fascism came from. And it's really important to understand the symbology of the fascists. So a fascist is a bundle of sticks, uh, birch rods that were used in ancient sea for corporal punishment. And corporal punishment is when you're whipped on the behind or on the back with a birch rod. Capital punishment, on the other hand, is when you're beheaded. Capital, the top. Um, the top is taken off. Um, that's capital punishment. So I, let's just uh, stick, stick with me here. So the, the fascist itself is a bundle, is, is a symbol of authoritarianism, right-wing authoritarianism. And why is it right-wing? I'm going to tell you why. All they do here is, is call it, and apparently fascism is anything but postmodernism now. It's anything that's against postmodernism is fascist. But the origin of fascism is right-wing authoritarianism because the pillars or rods of authority in society, civilization, work together. It's not centralized authority, which is what the left is. It's individual authority that may take different forms. Corporations, governments, you know, unions, other pillars of authority or power in a society work together to oppress uh, the public. They make the laws, they're the authority. So whatever you hear about fascism is fascism is on the right because it represents individualism. The individual rods or pillars of power stay individual. They're not centralized. So they're, they're autonomous in a sense. But fascism is when, and particularly modern fascism, is when corporations and government work together to wield authority over the populace, the polis. So... That's modern fascism is, is corta uh, corporatocracy that uses the government as the, or works with the government to oppress the people. Perfect example is 
President Biden's um, vaccine mandate, his max vaccine mandate was done in conjunction with corporations, not just the pharmaceuticals, but corporations that were willing to, like the corporation I worked for, willing to fire people for not getting the vaccine because that was, that were, even though it was unconstitutional, after that was repealed, the government, the, the corporations still keep, and still keep doing it to this day. That's fascism. What Biden and the corporations did with, uh, with the unconstitutional, which is against the people, because the Constitution is basically the social contract with the citizens of the United States, or even the residents. Sorry for that long-winded discussion. So it's not what, fascism isn't what other people say, race-based, all this. All it means is that the pillars of power, the rods of power in this case, where if you look at the, the fascist itself, it's a bundle of birch rods, held together by a leather cord with usually an axe in the middle or a bigger stick in the middle, which represents capital punishment, but the bigger stick in the middle represents uh, the state. And then you have these other rods of authority bundled together. So if you look at its capital punishment surrounded by corporal punishment, and that represents pillars of authority working together to oppress the people. This is what Biden did. This is what the Democrats do because the the corporations are supporting the left now and postmodernism, right? They're abandoning the right and because, and the right is becoming populist and it's the anti-corporatists that are on the right now. So you're having quite of a flip. Republicans, the Republican party was the corporate party for a long time, for a long time. Um, but it's the same relationship. So it's actually the left that's fascism if you go far enough, if you go to the, so it's not really the neo-libs are not even really, well, for another time. But if you go into Wikipedia here, it talks all about, about Mussolini and what they say fascism is. Um, for the, <laughs> fascism, I'm just going to go into this really quick and then we're going to move on. Fascism is a far-right authoritarian, ultranationalist political ideology and movement characterized by a dictatorial leader, centralized autocracy, which means one person, and that's why it's on the right also is because it's like monarchism is on the right is because one person can rule, you know, by themselves, a, dic a dictator. Forcible suppression of opposition, belief in a natural social eye hierarchy. This is where we're getting into the opposite of postmodernism. Subordination of individual interests. Now, individualism is a moral stance, political philosophy, ideology, and social outlook that emphasizes the intrinsic worth of the individual. That's what the right represents. Even if you get more authoritarian, it's the right of the individual to rule. And in the case of corporations, uh, by by admiralty law, that um, the a corporation is considered an individual under law. That's why corporations are on the right. So all this, this is individualism, this is the right, but it's not subordination of individual interests. It is recognizing and preserving pre, uh, individual interests of corporations and individuals. And that's where you get this whole thing to be the perceived good of a nation of race, um, 
and strong regimentation of society and economy is because if the if the individual people believe in such things. So just, I'm not lauding fascism. I'm a libertarian, I'm not authoritarian. So whether it's on the right or the left, but the reason it's on the right is because the right represents individualism when the left is socialism. In socialism, you defer to the group or the society. In individualism, you defer to the individual. And that's why the Constitution is written the way it is. It's a hedge against democracy. Sorry for that long-winded explanation, but I just wanted you to know uh, what was up before I get into the next part of the news, which is from the New York Post, top FBI agent re- resigns amid claims he was shielded, shielded Hunter Biden from probe. So this is a limited hangout. Uh, the New York Post writes, top FBI agent at the Wa- uh, Washington field officers reportedly resigned from his post last week after... Uh, Facing intense scrutiny over allegations, he helped shield Hunter Biden from their criminal investigation, his laptop and business dealings. And that was made clear by the um, admission by Zuckerberg that indeed that happened. So this is election interference by the FBI. And Trump was right. There should be a new election. And this is the New York Post reporting that Zuckerberg says Facebook censored the post on Hunter Biden's stories because FBI warned of Russian misinfo dump. We all know it's real. Everybody knows the laptop is real. We knew it at the time. You could tell by the text, the pictures. There were pictures and video of Hunter doing questionable things. But also, Tony Bobolinsky came out right after. So he's a witness. It's called corroboration and attribution. He came out, gave his name, whatever. He said, all this stuff's real. And he interviewed with the FBI. They took all his phones and stuff. And what happened? Nothing. Um, so the Tim Tebolt thing is a limited hangout. And Wikipedia talks about what a limited hangout and partial hangout is a tactic used in media relations, perception management, politics, information management, which originated as a technique in the espionage trade. According to Deputy Director of the Central Intelligence Agency, a limited hangout is spy jargon for a favorite and frequently used gimmick of clandestine professionals. When their veil of secrecy is shredded, Mark Zuckerberg, his admission, and they can no longer rely on a phony cover story to misinform the public, they resort to admitting, sometimes even volunteering, some of the truth while still managing to withhold the key and damaging facts of the case. The public, however is usually so intrigued with the new information that it never thinks to pursue the matter further. While used by the CIA and other intelligence organizations, the tactic has become popularized in the corporate and political spheres. Okay? So this happened with the Me Too movement. The real investigation was into pedophilia and child sex trafficking. The limited hangout was Weinstein. Right And the Me Too movement, oh, he's using influence in to, to seduce or rape or, or, or sexually abuse women. Yeah, everybody knows that. But ask Corey Feldman what's really going on. That's the reality. That's a limited hangout. So the Timothy Tebow thing is, oh, they trot out this guy. Look, he was a bad apple. We're getting out. We're, we're, doing, we're doing our due diligence. They're not. All right, and then quickly, uh, Trump. Trump, <laughs> Trump slams FBI in truth social post after special agent leaves the bureau. And you know what he said? He calls for a new election. And um, that's exactly what should happen.
So top-level FBI agent under fire for role in Hunter Biden investigation resigned. Timothy Tebow, a top-level top FBI agent who had been under fire for his role in the investigations regarding President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, resigned last week and has walked out of the FBI. Look, it's a limited hangout. You know, he's a top official. If you look at this guy, it's all, and Tim Tebow, it's an alliterative name. It just seems so stupid. So I just want to go, uh, before we end here, is to go uh, socialism versus individualism. What's the difference? So Wikidiff doesn't even get it right. I just want to tell you right here, the left is represented by socialism, which in its ideal means the all. It means deference to the all, to everybody. And that's sort of, not the group or not the majority, but in its ideal, it's the all. When the individual, individualism is what it, it, what it is, it's individualism. Uh, you defer to the individual. So unfortunately, socialism is always corrupted by its ideal. So what happens is the majority or mob rule takes over. But what you can't do is no matter how many people are voting or how populist an idea is, you can never take away the liberties of the individual. And that's what the Constitution is. So when people talk about fascism, they talk about authoritarianism on the right is because it's a um, uh, unification of individual sectors of power that are used to oppress, if you want to say, the public or to rule the public or to govern the public. When on the left, you don't, those individual uh, corporations or centers of power, unions or government or whatever. In socialism, you just have a centralized state. So all, all the, like in China, everything comes through the government, to the central government. Those are the two authoritarian forms. So fascists on one side, communism on the other. Um, if you get away from authoritarianism and go towards libertarianism, is what I purport, um, is then you get less laws, less authority, more freedom, particularly for the individual, um, but certainly more freedom. That's why it's called libertarianism. It's the new liberalism or the old liberalism, classic liberalism. So all this is about postmodernism. If you care to look, look up postmodernism is really what we're fighting, kind of this authoritarian, uh, uh, really, corporatocracy that is um, forcing postmodernism, communism, socialism on the masses as a way to socially engineer and manage them. But they're using uh, 21st century techniques of uh, mind control and um, really democide. But, you know, check it out. Fascism isn't what they tell you it is. It's authoritarianism on the right. That's true. And I'm not defending it, certainly. Like I said, I'm not authoritarian. Just the opposite. Rudy's Revolution! I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, stay tuned later for another episode, episode six of Tuesdays with Perry. We'll see you later. You can't handle the truth.